The Playhouse and That's Not Canon Productions acknowledge traditional custodians of the land on which we are recording this show today and all surrounding areas where we live, learn, and work. We also pay our respects to Elders past, present, and emerging. Welcome to Scene 24. Hey, Chels, how are you doing, doll? I am doing okay. <laughs> how are you going? Oh, duh, much of the same. Yeah. Much of the same. I feel like we've got like the same entity of the, uh, what do you call it, emotions and feelings right we now. Are, we are so burnt out. Don't know if it's coming through on the mic. <laughs> That's the sound you can really explain what's happening right oh, now. <laughs> we're just both in the absolute thick of it with uni. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, you're you've done your placement now. Yeah, placement's done. Two assignments. Mm-hmm. By the time by the time this episode comes out, I'll be done done. Mm. Dun dun. But yeah, I am. Um, I'm slowly seeing the miss Edwards at the top of your head now. Oh my god, so <laughs> it's my new identity. Yeah, and you're you're just flat 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 out with the time. Yes, and shows. Yeah, and work and yes. being the life of Chelsea. Oh, there's just no social life. What is a social life? That's funny. I wouldn't know. Yeah, so like. Oh. Uni's nearly done, which is really good. It's enjoyable, and obviously, but at the same time, it's just so much to do. <laughs> I tell you what, though, I'm bloody glad that we live in the southeast and not in Melbourne right now. Oh yeah, literally, especially because <laughs> such a tangent, such a such a swing, especially because a certain show is coming to the southeast. Yes, very, very, very soon. What is the show? I'm so glad you asked, Chels. Oh, there we go. It is. <laughs> Mamma Mia. So exciting. And if you've been listening to all of the episodes. Which you all do. But you should be listening to one of the previous episodes where we talked to Matt Ward from Matt Ward Entertainment. Yeah, our episode 12 roomie, Matt Ward. So we spoke to him, it was it was a couple of weeks ago. No, it was a few months ago. A few <gasps> months ago. It was a few months ago. It was right when they were starting the audition process, actually. And he taught us all about the audition process behind Mamma Mia at the star. But now, today, we are super lucky. We get to hear from the leading lady who experienced that very tumultuous audition process. We are sitting down with Dancing Queen's Madeline Grice, who is playing the role of Sophie, and Jade Westerby, who is an absolute icon of musical theatre. They are starring as the mother-daughter duo we all wish we were, Sophie and Donna Sheridan in Mamma Mia. So exciting. Like, let's just get right into it. Let's, here we go again. It was terrible. (laughs) I loved it. I loved it. Welcome, guys. Welcome to the Playhouse. Thank you for having us. Now, before we start, we just want to have like a bit of an introduction of who you guys are. So, did you want to give us um, a brief introduction of who you guys are and what your role is in Mamma Mia? Sure. Daughters first. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so my name's Madeline. I'm playing Sophie. Um, this is kind of my, well, not kind of, this is my first role um, professionally ever. So um, it's been amazing and I just, I'm so lucky. I'm surrounded by some of the most incredible performers and I, it's funny, they're like my playing my mom and my dad and I kind of have, they've kind of, been that kind of relationship with me I hang on every word they say whether it's like suggestions whether it's teas I should be drinking I'm like yep um yep let me just write that down <laughs> so yeah that that's my role in the play musical 
Um, and my name is Jade Westerby. I'm playing Donna Sheridan, um, Sophie's mum. I'm a musical theatre performer. I've been uh, performing for over 20 years now. Um, from the UK, moved to Australia, gosh, about six years ago now. And um, yeah, my first time performing on the Gold Coast. So I'm very excited. And it might be your first, Madeline, but it won't be your last. Now, you were just kind of touching on it a bit there, Jade, but your yes. your CV is phenomenal. You've got some great roles on there. You've played Velma. You've just done Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. But I'd love to take it back in time to mm. how you got started in the theatre scene. Oh, my gosh. Um, well, thanks to my lovely mum and dad, um, they just put me into everything growing up, um, as you do, and um, I just fell in love very, very, very quickly um, with dancing. And, um, and that progressed um, and I moved down to London and trained professionally when I was 18 um, at Bird College of Performing Arts. Um, and that was training in all aspects of theatre. So it, wa- it wasn't just the dancing, it was dancing, singing, acting, everything. And they really pushed Um, the idea that you had to be um, the top of your game in all disciplines um, to make it, you know? Um, So that's kind of where I fell into musical theatre almost. I went to an open audition when I was 21 and there were thousands of girls there. It was my first job was um, Beauty and the Beast. And and that's how I kind of fell into musical theatre, so to speak. And I just, I never left it because... As much as dancing is my first uh, true love, um, singing and acting is right up there with it. And I couldn't imagine doing uh, one without the other now. Like, Mm, yeah, yeah, I love all three. You can't possibly go back when you've got those skills there. True. And I also think once you kind of have those skills and they're at um, a level, it opens up a world of possibilities and opportunities. Your versatility just means more employment basically Ooh. is is how it was kind of taught to me um you know the more you can do the more you will do definitely life hack <laughs> life hack there <laughs> and madeline you got, you got your start through dancing as well didn't you yeah definitely so it's when i was a baby i lived my next door neighbor was a highland dance teacher And my mum tells the story she was like breastfeeding my younger sister so she looked like a mess and my beautiful Highland dance teacher came over and just as dance teachers do in heels and just looking a million percent, she goes, so when are we signing your other daughter up to dancing? And so that's when I started. I started Highland dancing and I did that until I moved over to Australia um, when I was about 10. And then there weren't many Highland dance teachers on the Gold Coast. Definitely a niche. Um, Yeah. (laughs) So um, I moved into tap jazz ballet and got really kind of into the Estedford scene um and then I did that like that was my entire life until I was about 15 and then I had my accident where I dislocated my hip and the doctors were like please don't do that again (laughs) and I was like oh okay but then that's when I got into singing because I was like what else am I going to (laughs) do you know, how else can I do this? And I got into makeup because I was backstage a lot of the time and people were like, why are you here? And I'm like, um, 
I'm doing people's makeup. (laughs) That's why I'm here. So that became like a huge passion of mine. And I kind of got swept away and went to uni to do um, marketing because I thought I'll, you know, be a marketer, I'll market makeup products. And then I was in an amazing job in the industry at the end of 2019. I was working with um, huge people. And then, but I was just like, oh, you know, like I couldn't get rid of that. Like, you know, I missed the stage. I missed performing. And then obviously COVID happened and it was like, wow, life really is very, very, you know, like you might as well do something that makes you happy. So I started act. I'd always, I kept singing and my singing teachers would kind of be like, it's like, what are you doing? Like, is there a goal here? And I'm like, no, I'm just here every week. Like, it's just fun. And I was, more to, like terrified to sing in front of anyone people would come into the waiting room of my singing teacher's like studio and I'd be like oh um can we just like turn the microphone off and like and this was very recent this was January this year <laughs> so um yeah I, I think it was just it was a mixture of COVID and like the fact that you know I had been singing all this time but not really doing much with it but I signed back up to an amazing school in um, on the Gold Coast called The Warehouse and I met some amazing people there and it was just kind of the push that I needed to just, just you know, give it a go. And I, I truly signed up to this process thinking this is going to be a great audition experience. Mm, definitely. And <laughs> yeah. for some of the listeners that um, haven't been listening to all of the uh, episodes, Matt Ward Entertainment is producing Mamma Mia. So what's it been like working with Matt at the moment? Oh, fantastic. He's he's extremely present um, and he's very excited. This has been a long time coming, you know, with with um, what happened last year with COVID and everything and the postponed Mamma Mia at the start. Um, so he's he's extremely supportive, very present. Um, rehearsal, the rehearsal room is a lot of fun. Uh, with um, lots of frolics thrown in and um, lots of hard work going on because we're doing it very, very, very quickly. Is it the is it, is it same thing for you, Madeline, as well? Definitely. I mean, I think Matt had a huge undertaking, especially hiring like someone with not so much professional experience as me. So I've been working with him since Sophie was announced just on building confidence. And I feel like he's he's so passionate about the industry and about the show you could come with him to him with the silliest question and he would just you know greet you with open arms like he's just willing to talk about things like and he just he just wants to make this amazing and yeah mm. it's, it's been amazing to work with him and the rest of the team yeah that's the amazing thing about artists as well we're just it's a bit of a small community but everyone is so nice and is just supporting everyone which is lovely yeah and Jade, you seem to be a bit addicted to Mamma Mia because this is not your first time putting this show on, is it? <laughs> oh, no, that's a great way of putting it. Um, this is actually my third time wow. um, performing in Mamma Mia. I know, it's wow. crazy. I first played Ali, one of the bridesmaids, who would have been one of Sophie's best friends. Oh, gosh. Wow. 13, no, 15 years ago um, in the UK, actually went out, out onto an international tour. So that was my first um, kind of 
Mamma Mia. And then my second one was a few years ago. Um, I was lucky enough to play the role of Tanya in the recent Australian production of Mamma Mia, which toured Australia. Um, and and even luckier, <laughs> I'm now on my third round and I get to play Donna Sheridan, which is just goals. Yeah. Do you ever get that, like, that fear of like when you're performing, you're like just like that fear of just you're going to accidentally say the other cast members that you played previously and you're like just going to mumble it and you're like no that's not me (laughs) that's not my harmony that's not me absolutely and you know what it's really interesting when you hear the harmonies being taught um I think we were in the room a couple of days ago and I was hearing like you know Ali and Lisa's line and I was like oh my gosh I so remember that like 15 years ago I sang that line and um and then yes and no. I mean, we're, we're creating this fantastic, vibrant, fresh new production that's going to be at the star. Um, it's very Gold Coast and it's very new. It has fantastic, it has obviously the same brilliant songs and the fantastic storyline. However, it's got this new set, this new lighting, this new choreography. Tim Hill's putting his take on it as a director. We have all this fresh, young, new talent, which is in in Queensland, which is fantastic. And so it's really new. It's a very new experience, um, considering I know the show so very well. You know, I'm bouncing off this new energy and we're creating something that is very different and new. It's really Mm, exciting. Definitely. Even the the energy, I think it feels like I'm going to say that sentence again. I feel like <laughs> we've spoken about it before in the podcast. The energy of performing in the star is so different to a traditional yeah. theatre space because you're in the middle of a casino, in the middle of Broadbeach, pack fairs across the road. You can have 17 different mm. options for dinner upstairs because there's that many restaurants. You can stay <laughs> in the casino. Like the energy in the star itself. It's just vibrant, really. Yeah, yeah. It's such an amazing, yeah. amazing combination of Mamma Mia and the star. I think so too. I think so too. And you're telling me something I don't know because I've never performed there. So I'm really excited about performing there for the first time. Um, And I think you're right. It's, it's a different take. It's, um, it's going to be really electric. I think. Audiences are in for such a fun night. Like I can already tell it's going to be super fun. Yeah, Yeah. sure. And Madeline, with your um, whole take of Mamma Mia, have you been familiar with uh, musical itself beforehand like before auditioning well so last night I figured out that so when I was younger my first introduction to Mamma Mia was my mum went to see the show and she brought me home the track which was like back in the day when you could only have like a certain number of CDs in your car <laughs> yeah like that was the one that like when it was my turn that got played and I think last night we worked out that I think Jade was in the show that she saw oh really where um in new zealand or did she come to australia no No. okay it's a jade look alike i just just absolutely burst your bubble (laughs) (laughs) let's just pretend but but if it was australia then yes it could have been australia i'll need to double check with mum. but um (laughs) let's let's yeah i'm pretty it could have been australia yeah but yeah, so I've had that in my like life since I was really little. And then obviously when the movie came out, that <laughs> I was like, oh, this is where those songs fit in. <laughs> but like I was raised by a single mum. So like a musical about a single mum and daughter, like it was 
amazing and like it. Yeah. And you're the girl with I the did. golden hair too. It's the double whammy. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. So yeah, I think I've always just I've always loved the musical. If it's, it's been my favorite musical for a long time, and I think just the fact that this opportunity came up, I think it was a because it's been my favorite musical and because it's been in my life for so long I think that was just like the extra like push to get me to actually like climb that like wall and like submit my audition I I don't know if I would have done it if it was a different musical because I didn't have that like emotional connection to it and I'm glad you brought up the audition too because I remember seeing that ad pop up and thinking oh my god they're going to pick on social media there's no way I could apply that's way too nerve-wracking for me like Mm. I'm fine in a a panel there's people there that's fine and that's where that audition exists and that's the the be all and end all but for so many I think the thought of the social media aspect to the audition process for the listeners who don't know would you be able to walk us through that whole process because that was so fun yeah yeah so basically the you needed to record a self-tape of you singing and then another tape saying why you should be Sophie Sheridan so we submitted that that was nice and private and then um Hot Tomato called up and said you know if you've got through to the next round so then we met um the top 19 I think it was um, which was a very trippy experience. I've never gone into an audition like that where you're like, oh, there's 20 people. They're very, like, you know, <laughs> these are all Sophie's. <laughs> and then um, from there, it was a top 10, again, which was just normal in front of a panel. And then from there, it was a top five where the Gold Coast got to pick who was Sophie, which is terrifying like I always imagined that if I ever went out for an audition I would just wouldn't tell anyone until like you know maybe something had happened but you know now you have to publicly advertise you know like I'm in the top five like please vote for me which goes against like every instinct in my body to be like please do something for me like vote for me so (laughs) it was it was challenging but I think it also like I had such amazing support from my friends and people like oh my God, you're doing this again. And I was like, yep, here's the link. (laughs) (laughs) You can vote here. (laughs) Yeah. So I am unlucky that I have such an amazing group of friends and people that are like, of course you're going to do it. Like just, I, during the audition weekend, I was actually really unwell. And, you know, every part of me wanted to be like, oh, well, this was nice, but you know, I'm not feeling well, so I'm going to go home. And on the Sunday after I got through the top 10, I was, my, my youngest sister called me up. She's like, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, I can't go. I'm really not well. She goes, put some tights on and get in the car. Okay. <laughs> you like just needed that push to actually go as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. And like my sister and I, even though she's the younger one, we have this relationship where she's, you know, the super confident, like, and she's always the one that's been like, Maddie, stop it. Like, mm. go. So thank God she called me that morning because, yeah, I, it's what gave me the push. And I'm just, I'm so lucky that I think whether, you know, I during the top five, I absolutely did not think anything was going to come of it. The girls that were um, in the top four with me were so incredible. I was like, just like, wow, (laughs) I'm just like lucky to be included amongst these people. Like phenomenal. I don't know if you've seen the video when they called me, but like I just burst into tears because it was such a shock. Mm. (laughs) So yeah, it was an interesting audition process. And I think it was a bit trippy having to advertise that you're in like the top five for a role. But my, 
view of it was just like I'm just lucky to even be in amongst these people like that's my claim to fame I'm in this top four like thank you so much yeah definitely now you kind of both have actually just briefly mentioned it but the the music that's in Mamma Mia which is the iconic ABBA what's what's it like playing and singing to these iconic songs that ABBA has produced and made uh one incredible um two hard Mm. (laughs) harder than you expect um ABBA songs are not actually very easy to sing okay so there's lots of octave jumps and um different uses of your range and voice and um for me personally you know Donna sings so many songs so that's a a journey in itself um, with regards to vocal stamina and all that kind of thing that comes along with that but um the 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 songs are amazing you know that their their lyrics are are fantastic and the way it's kind of meshed with this storyline is so so clever um and you know they're like you said they're iconic people Mm. will be on their feet they won't be able to help themselves how then do you go about tackling these kind of roles like you 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 see the sheet music in front of you what a challenge how do you take the step by step from getting the script on day one to being on stage uh probably different processes if if I think back to originally my, my kind of process is if you've been through the audition process, which you you probably have, then you've done a lot of kind of research there already uh, with this with with regards to the character, the songs, uh, the script, the storyline, where you kind of fit in, and then obviously if you're lucky enough to land a role, I I, I personally um, just do a lot of research with um, her regards to that particular journey that that character takes. Uh, through the show um but then really we can you know we can do a lot of prep and we have had to do a lot of prep for this particular uh, process because it is so fast Mm. and furious however you know we have fantastic people in the room who are there to guide us help us teach us um influence us give us direction um give us inspiration you know we're going to bounce off that our fellow colleagues and actors um but yeah I I guess it's just it's a different process for every role this one is pretty mammoth um for for me but I I really enjoy that it's it's a huge challenge and I'm um I'm up for it (laughs) definitely and I like what you said about in terms of research as well as like understanding and analyzing your characters as well because Donna and Sophie have such an amazing bond with a mother-daughter relationship. So what's it been like for you, like Madeline and Jade, forming a relationship and putting that onto stage as well? What do you think, Maddie? I think it's been, I think we're doing it fast. That's what I would say. But because Madeline is, I mean, look at her. She's gorgeous and effervescent and vibrant and beautiful. And this has this fresh, you know, energy and talent. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah more take it in take it in take it in Madeline. Um, it's it's you know it's it's really quite easy I, I in that in that respect to work with someone who is just kind of open and and open to learning and offers and giving and receiving and all that kind of thing so it's been gorgeous and I you know will continue to get to know each other obviously and it is a very special bond um, that they have to have on stage and that helps if we have a you know a beautiful friendship off stage as well a hundred percent and I think like I said earlier like 
because I am so new to this industry and I'm working with these amazing people, I kind of have like, like this is Jade, like she's teaching me everything. Like Sean, um, Sandro and James, they all have fantastic careers and I'm constantly learning off them every rehearsal. So it kind of almost is like that in my mind. Like this is my musical theatre mum, my musical theatre dad. <laughs> um, so it's it's easy and I think especially the way that we want to take Mamma Mia is the audience needs to really feel that connection in the relationship. It's a modern Mamma Mia. We want, you know, this to come through. And so, yeah, it's, it's super important to us. And I, I think that hopefully will show on stage. It, it, it absolutely will. And it's so funny. I, hearing you talk about it, your experience now, it really takes me back to my first kind of journey with Mamma Mia when I was 25. How old are you, Maddie? 20, 24. Yeah. 24. Oh, wow. Uh, when I was 25. And I literally used to just sit and watch, when I was Ali, watch, um, you know, my Donna at that time just on stage and the Tanya and the dads and the, and just like sucking it all in, like yep, just that's drinking it, it all in. <laughs> And to be perfectly honest, I, I kind of still do that. I'm very inspired by everyone I kind of work with, young or old. And um, and I think that's so important, you know, just to keep that, just to keep um, learning and growing and never stop kind of progressing. Um, every, every job is different. Every role is different. Every group of people and company and production is completely different. And that's the beauty, I think, of what we do. Definitely. And I think we've mentioned it to quite a lot of our guests as well, is that every rehearsal, every production process is so different. You can always grab the golden nugget from each process and take it in yourself for the future as well. On that note, would either of you have a piece of advice that you wish someone had given you earlier on in your journey to kind of help out? Because you both seem to have a really solid mindset with this show like you seem really confident about it you seem really joyous which is nice to see because I think so often we can get caught up in the money and get a bit bit, you know a bit hung down by it Uh, but what advice do you wish you had getting into this industry oh gosh that's really hard because I think I was I my training was was excellent um and I and I feel like the people I met along the way I think just open your ears and eyes and always listen and look. So never be kind of like closed off to that. Like just be really kind of, I'm ready to kind of receive from every angle and suck it all in, listen and learn. Um, Yeah, never be closed off. And I guess I would have told myself, you know, be going on the confidence kind of line, Maddie, it's really easy to feel underconfident in this industry. Um, And that goes with the territory. You know, we're putting ourselves out there and I applaud uh, Maddie for putting herself out there. I don't know if it's something I would have done, um, actually. You know, like I come across as this very um, confident um, person who's been in the industry for a long time but that's a big deal and that's you, that's amazing um so maybe just believe in yourself a little bit more and be be more confident yeah, yeah. definitely and what kind of advice do you would you give Madeline as well I mean probably 
just to yeah stop thinking that you can read minds because I think that's one of my worst right <laughs> like oh god they hate me <laughs> obviously so just, they yeah, didn't confidence. hate you yeah <laughs> yeah um just confidence and just kind of not thinking that you're unworthy of like following something that you're passionate about because I, I think that's what really hung me down like oh well, wouldn't it be nice well I'm gonna go sign up to business school now yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> Is Which that- I loved. Got my graduation cap right here because we didn't exactly get to graduate. So. <gasps> didn't you? Oh, because of COVID. Yeah, we had oh, like a bummer. little ceremony where they gave us our um, certificate. Um, they had some bagpipes, which was unusual. Bagpipes? <laughs> what? Nice. Yeah. 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 Hang on, we could use those in the show. <laughs> yeah, I was just about to say, I wonder what he's doing um, <laughs> in July. But, um, yeah, just... If it's something that makes you happy, why not pursue mm, it? Definitely. Well, it's not like, you know, for example, the accounting industry where you get your accounting degree and you do your internship and you're in the accounting industry. Like it's it's so lovely to hear from both of you because you have such different experiences. And I think there'll be a lot of young performers, especially that listen to what you have both offered and think, oh, okay, well, maybe I can do something like that. Maybe I can do this kind of course or maybe I just throw myself out mm. there and do this audition and... Yeah, that's, it's so really interesting valuable. because we have had different paths and obviously we're on very different, um, you know, different stages of our career. However, it, it's so like listening to you, Maddie, the way you said, you know, stop being a mind reader, thinking that, you know, thinking, you know what the panel is thinking. That's I, I get that all the time. Like you think I try and tell myself, stop let them make their minds up about yeah. me rather than yeah. me making my mind up that I'm not right for that role or I can't do it as that way or I'm not yeah. quite doing it how they would like it to do, how they would like me to do it. It's so interesting that that our only power that we have in this industry is that there's only one of us. You know, like yeah. that's, our, that's our kind of like superpower. That's mm. we're unique and um, sometimes that's going to go against us. And sometimes that's going to be that we're just the right person for that job because there's only one of us. So that's mm. our kind of like little superpower that we have. Now, we do have <laughs> a super fun game to play with the both of you. Oh, okay. So obviously you're quite, you're, you're probably all over the lyrics now for the show. Experts even. You'd, you'd like to think so. Let's, <laughs> yeah. let's see. Well. Your attack is really hard. It's very repetitive. <laughs> we are going to give you... Some lyrics, except instead of giving you them in the, the order that you're used to hearing, we're going to flip it around in this game of A-im, A-ma-mum, a.k.a. Mamma Mia backwards. <laughs> oh, say that again. <laughs> I'm not going to get it this time. A-im, A-mum. Brilliant. Just Mamma Mia so backwards. Good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so we, won't, we won't give you the words backwards. We'll give, give you the words in reverse order, but we won't flip the words. That's a bit much. That's a bit okay. crazy. Um, first one. Oh, also, we'll get, we'll get the both of you to buzz in. Let's make it a Are competition. Are we like buzzing? Yeah. yeah. What do you want your buzzer to be? <laughs> oh. What about um, Sophie what? and Donna? Oh. Sophie and Donna. Oh, yeah. Do I say Donna? Donna. And then that'll <laughs> sure. be say Sophie, yeah. Easy. <laughs> well, we'll give you the first one. Vous voulez. Donna. Sophie. <laughs> I think you got that. <laughs> it's voulez-vous. And Correct. I'm very competitive. <laughs> One point to Jade. Do you want to take the next one, Chels? Okay. I'll hold the score here. All righty. Here we go. Surrender did Napoleon at Waterloo. Yeah. Yeah. Waterloo? 
correct. <laughs> yeah. It's one all. Oh, it's a tough competition. Should we do best of three? Yeah, we'll do Let's well. do best of three. Okay. Baby you with chat, can I and? I'll do that one again. <laughs> Baby you with chat, can I and? <laughs> oh, Donna. Yeah? Does your mother know? Correct! Yes. Ah, <laughs> ding, 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 ding. I mean, I sang it. You'd think that was <laughs> yeah. That's true. It did take, it, it take a little bit, but that's right. It's not your track this time, so it's understandable that you'd be focusing on Donna. So it's not you, because the thing is because we're not used to saying it backwards as well, so it's like you're kind of your brain's just like, uh-huh. I was going to try to do it rhythmically, and then I was like, that's not going to work because I'm going to end up singing it in the right way around. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so 2-1. Yeah, we'll two one. one. That's a pretty good score. Or do you want to do one more? Yeah, no, one, think... one more is worth a million points. One more is worth a million. Really? Oh, this is it. <laughs> Winner takes it all. <laughs> oh, good oh, one. Good one. Good. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here we go. Yeah, oh, tambourine, the from beat. Donna. Mm-hmm. What is Dancing it? Dancing queen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if someone if someone mentions tambourine, they're like, oh, yep, gotcha. there's only one one there. <laughs> Well, great yeah. work. You have- My whole brain has just like, I've had this really weird experience. The more lyric, like scripts I learn, the more like things that leave my mind. I sat at my computer the other night for 10 minutes trying to remember my password. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you need a PA. So, yes. It happens. It happens. <laughs> I saw, I saw a thing on Instagram the other day. Who knows if it's true or not, but it's like psychology fact. It's probably not fact at all, but it said something about like people who have a really high level of intelligence are forgetful because their brain is like, I don't need to remember that. That's not as important as this piece that I do need to hold on to rather than just yeah, filling your brain. That's definitely it. If yes. anyone asks, that's why. <laughs> I, my, my boyfriend would disagree. I'm sitting on the couch going, what on earth is happening? Like, sorry, <laughs> my computer's broken. Like, He's like, you're a div. You've just completely forgotten your computer password. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my oh. goodness. Well, thank you both so, so, so much for being here today. We've really, really appreciated it. And we know our roomies, that's what we call our listeners, roomies, because Playhouse roomies, uh, we know they're going uh, to love it too. But we do have one final parting question that we mm-hmm. ask all of our guests. So, Maddie, you've got, a, you've got an advantage here because you already know what we're going to ask. Um, at the Playhouse, we, we like to consider ourselves the home of all things theatre, especially in the southeast. So both of you obviously having very different experiences so far in the performing industry and also living in multiple places, we would love to know what is home for you? Is it a place? Is it a person? Is it a specific spot? Is it a general thing that's in a lot of places? Where is home to you? Uh, my family, my boys. Oh, definitely. And for Wherever you- we are. Wherever. Yeah. And what about you, Madeline? I think home is New Zealand if my mum and sister are there. Like that's when I feel complete. Definitely. (laughs) Kiwis for the win. Oh, yes. Where are you from? I'm from Rotorua. Where are you from? Okay. Don't. Ashburton. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> no, no, no. Literally. There's just so many like little small like towns everywhere. So I'm like trying to remember. I'm like, where the heck is Ashburn is in the North Island, isn't it? No, it's one hour south of Christchurch. Oh, okay. Because I remember going yeah. there for a bit of a tour. Um, we call it a roadie years ago and we'd stop by little like towns and cities and whatnot. Shouldn't know that. Oh, you you cruise past Ashburn and blink and you've missed it. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, whoa. Oh, it's gone. <laughs> oh, oh, 
don't worry, there's nothing there. <laughs> oh, there's something oh, there, though. Sorry, Ashburn. There's a really nice countdown and a really good warehouse. Oh, Fabulous. love a good warehouse. If you go to New Zealand for a holiday, go to the warehouse. It's good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you both for being here. Before you go, do you mind just letting everyone know where they can buy tickets for Mamma Mia and also where they can keep up with your creative journeys if you have a social media or a website that you would like people to keep up with? Oh, I think you can go through uh, the ticket um, website through the star. Uh, we preview yeah. on the 19th of June. We close on July the 11th. So it's a nice, short, sweet, sharp, get in your tickets because it's going to be over before it begins journey. Mm. Um, I'm on Instagram, Jade Westery, my name. That's it. Legendary. Yeah. Fabulous. And Maddie. Madeline. So just M-A-D-E-L-I-N-E, Grice, G-R-I-C-E. That's me. On Insta? On Insta, yeah. Fabulous. Yeah. Well, thank you both so, 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 so much. We really thank appreciate you. talking to you. Playhouse Picks. Ooh, ooh, yeah. Playhouse Picks. Whoa, whoa. Sorry, it's, it's the whoa, whoa. It gets me every time. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Playhouse Picks. Here we go, go again. again. <laughs> oh, stop it. That's so fun. Let's do this. Now, obviously, you're all going to go and buy tickets to Mamma Mia at the Star. Mm-hmm. That's so exciting. I'm actually, I'm really looking forward to it. I love Mamma Mia. I remember seeing Friends, the parody musical. At the there. Star. That was my first time seeing it, so I'm so excited to see Mamma Mia there. It's a great venue. Yeah. More people should put shows on at the Star. Definitely. Not that they need a plug. Speaking of things that do need a plug, though, we have some other shows to tell you about as well that are coming up, don't we, Chelsea? We do. So our first Playhouse pick was always destined to be in this segment. It's all in the name. Oh, what's in a name? Ha, 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 ha. Ha, ha, ha. What's in a name? Oh, what, that's the quote, right? Oh, what's in a name? I can't actually remember. It's been that long since I've read Shakespeare. What's in the name? That which we something. Yep. Anywho, moving on from that. Javine Barr down in Narang on the Gold Coast are putting on a production of Playhouse Creatures from the 16th to the 31st of July. Ooh. Playhouse. Playhouse Creatures. Uh, ha, ha, oh, my ha. God. Playhouse Creatures. It was meant to be, except they spell house different. That's, it, they're just normal house, not H-A-U-S. Ah, uh, okay. I gotcha, gotcha. Set in 17th century London, Playhouse Creatures tells the story of the first time women are seen on stage. I like, actually, I want to share this synopsis with you, Chels. Mm-hmm. Go for it. <clears throat> Bold, bawdy and beautiful. Oh. The actresses of the Playhouse had to keep their talent sharp and their wits even sharper. Balancing the difficult and divine of their profession, they still managed to swing from the chandelier. Ah, bit of a CRTs there at the end. That's interesting. I think this is going to be a really interesting show. Oh, absolutely. Now, from a story of women to a story of brothers, we're tapping over to Savoyard. Oh, Savs! Savs! For the Hot Shoe Shuffle. I, okay. I know you already know this about me and our listeners probably do as well because I've spoken about it on our Instagram stories many a time. I love a tap musical. I love listening to it and just see their feet work. I wish every musical was a tap musical. Definitely. I think every... Is this, is this a hot take? I think every musical should have a tap number in it. That's the criteria for starting a musical. But yes, so much fun. Hot, hot Shoe Shuffles starts when the seven tap brothers receive a telegram telling them that they will inherit millions from their late father if they reproduce the famous Hot Shoe Shuffle one month after his death. Now, more surprises follow when a lost twin sister turns up. Huh? 
Ooh. So it plays at the Star Theatre Wynnum State High School from the 19th of June to the 3rd of July. And I want to say as well, I love when a musical features male dancers. I don't think there's enough opportunities for male dancers, especially in shows to be featured in this way. So mm. rock on, Sabs, for putting on a bit of a rarely produced show, but an, an exciting one at that. Good on you, Sabs. Good on you. <laughs> now, a bit, of a bit of a change of pace here, Chelsea. Let's do this. The legendary drag queen Prada Clutch is taking us on a journey to where it all began as her and the girls pay tribute to the history of Aussie drag in concert. (gasps) Ah! Oh my goodness. It sounds like so much fun. Jam-packed with glamorous feathers, wigs, headpieces, costumes and performance, you will not forget this glittering drag spectacular. Prada is dazzling audiences in Queensland from the June 18th to the 26th, all the way from Redcliffe to Noosa to Rocky and Bundy. Just a few there. Now, to all of our Ipswichian performers. <laughs> Have we brought Ipswichian back? <laughs> Ipswichians. Was it, what was the other one we called? We called them Ippies. Ippies. Now, to all of our Ippies or Ipswichians, <laughs> performers and roomies, if Madeline and Jade have gotten you eager to perform on stage, then look no further than this next Playhouse pick. Ipswich Little Theatre are holding auditions for their next production of Ladies' Day on the 21st of June. If you want to be part of this warm-hearted comedy about a uh, a day of fun, untold secrets, optimism and the precious joy of friendship, then book an audition on the Ipswich Little Theatre website and we cannot wait to see our roomies on stage. And don't forget to also go onto our socials and also for a cheeky follow because why not? (laughs) I've been I've been slowly getting back on the gram. I took a bit of a hiatus from the from the Playhouse stories. You may have noticed. I yeah. wasn't po- posting that many memes while I was on placement. I was a didn't have reception. B not sleeping, let alone going on Instagram. And as first as the like, you kind of notice <laughs> if it's your your. <laughs> we we're like, she's back. <laughs> Something like a little bit like offbeat will go on the story, and I think people will be like, oh. Brooke probably posted that. And then there'll be something else in the next thing. It'll have like a beautiful font, clear message, something Mm. simple. And like, oh, that probably was not Brooke. (laughs) No, it's beautiful though. Your your stories are lovely. Thank you. But if you do want to witness those fabulous stories, make sure you head on to our socials at Playhouse Pod on Instagram and the Playhouse Podcast on Facebook. That's house, H-A-U-S. There we go. (laughs) How could you sum up this interview with these two amazing guests? Oh my goodness. It was just so lovely. They have a beautiful mm. energy and they're so much fun and I loved it. Definitely. What was the main like golden nugget that you got from them? Ooh. I think it was that like Jade has had such a phenomenal career. She knows she's studied overseas and she's well it wasn't overseas for her at the time. She lived in the UK, but mm. you know, she studied at this incredible school and gone and had this phenomenal career and then Maddie is really just kind of starting out, but I love that they're both They've come together on this show and it's awesome. Yeah. And I like what, um, what did you say? How their journeys and their creative practices are so different because Jade studied the, like the arts and with uh, Madeline, how she was starting and whatnot, she studied dance and it was it's so polar opposites. But at the same time, they come together doing a production like this so there's no structure or criteria of how you have to start or begin in the creative industry yeah there's no one path Mm, and I think that's one kind of misconception everyone assumes I'd say Mm. like go to you like go to NIDA go to NIDA if you want to do acting but no like if there's like a certain structure that people have to follow in becoming a performer or a uh what do you call it a triple threat yeah 
yeah, but everyone's different and you do what you is what you feel like is comfortable. Yeah. Definitely. We and love this interview. I do. That was so much fun. But we do have to go now, but let's give you a little bit of a teaser for next week. Give me give me the teaser. Go for it. Well, we're gonna have a guest host next week. You get a, a nice Ooh. break from Chelsea and I. Wonder who that's gonna be. IDK. T B A. We'll make it a surprise. It'll be a surprise. Yes. Um, and our guest as well. Our guest, you probably follow him on Instagram. I feel like if you are following this, you'd definitely be following this person as well for his content. Yes. Yeah. But that's what we're going to release. Yeah. But we're going to head on out and say ciao for now. And see That's Not Gunner Productions podcast. What do you look for in the perfect film review podcast? A detailed breakdown of the movie with both straight-to-the-point serious take on modern cinema with emphasis on the evolution of the art form itself. Yeah, that's not going to work with me. You there, other person. What do you like? Uh, I don't know, um, jokes and stuff? Jokes and stuff? Yeah, and maybe like the show itself is just a runaround way of getting three funny people into a room to talk into microphones with some kind of context. Oh, I changed my mind. I like that one. Well, have I got just the show for you. Second Take Media Review Podcast. It's like that one show you liked, only it's this one.